paper. And we are live. What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Nikki Smokes, and you are listening to the Smoking Greens podcast. We got special <laughs> guest Thor the dog in the building. What's up, Thor? Thor the alien Thor. dog. He all right, we couldn't even get Thor. we couldn't get Thor to bark on camera. It's all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Thor. We just had the Masters this weekend. Absolutely unincredible weekend. Scotty Scheffler, Absolutely by far my amazing. new favorite golfer. What a, what a dude, right? I mean, I'm watching yeah. all of these post-round interviews, and he's just the most humble, genuine, good dude. He's just – I love him. I got a man crush on him. Tony's been on it since the Ryder Cup. He's he's definitely my new favorite golfer. And his girlfriend's a great girl, so he's got he's got everything lined up for him. I don't think a better person could have won the Masters. He's no. going to be welcomed in, like, hands – like, arms open. Like, he fits right into, like, exactly the kind of person they want to portray as a Masters champion. So, open arms for that guy. He's not going to have any problem fitting in with everybody else there. A hundred percent. I mean, I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today, and I figured it was just kind of going to be a Scotty slurp session. And I think he kind of deserves it, bro. I mean, I I, I had my doubts on Scotty. He proved everyone wrong. I mean, the story came out that he was crying in his wife's arms the morning of the Masters saying he didn't have what he thought. He didn't uh, have what it takes to get it done. Guy comes out and wins the green jacket, looks composed as all hell out there while doing it. Um, it was truly an amazing performance, and the run he's on is, is incredible. Number one golfer in the world for a reason, and, and deservedly so. You said he was crying the morning of the Masters or the morning after? I thought it was the morning after. No, it was Sunday morning. He woke up Sunday in the morning, morning and cried to his wife and said he didn't think he could do it. said he no, didn't he think, think, he, didn't he, was think he was ready. Yeah. And then that's when she told him, like, who are you to decide yes. whether you're, you're ready or not? Yep, wow. Exactly. That's a good girl, bro. Wow. He got a good one there. I got chills. Yeah, like my, I got chills, low key, like thinking about that. I just got wow. Like, I can feel my legs tingling. What a deliverance from her! Like <laughs> the composure on her as well, because Scotty has to be composed for seventy, well, eighteen holes that day, but basically the whole tournament. But imagine your boyfriend. Well, I mean, we're all dudes, but your significant other bawling their eyes out before the biggest moment of their life. And you mm-hmm. come up with the most perfect, humble, <clears throat> like straightforward answer that gets them through it. Hats off to her. She deserves one of those sleeves on that green jacket. Hundred percent. Sure, and I'm I think sure the, she's gonna what, be. Oh, I yeah. think Scotty just made two point seven million dollars. I bet she's getting something nice and special, baby. She's uh, getting a new ring. But it's gotta feel good to have somebody like that, like that has your back, like no matter what, like ups and downs like they know and she said it before like golf isn't like make doesn't make scotty like who he is you know he's like a better guy kind of off the course so um you know golf is just kind of part of what he does it's not like who he is so i think that's also a big key in his success yeah because there's a lot of guys that are good at golf but then you get Mm -hmm. to know them off the golf course and you're like i hate this guy like he's a total (laughs) clown he's a like no one wants to root for him he's just arrogant but you don't get that at all with Scotty Scheffler. So I'm happy he won. He's a great dude. He deserves the Scotty slurp that he's getting. And what do you uh, think is on else. the menu? What do you think's on the menu next Ooh. year at his dinner? Texas okay. kid. He's from Texas, right? Yeah. yeah, he is. He went to the same high school as Matthew Stafford and Clayton Kershaw. There Crazy. will be cornbread. 100%. I, I think it's going to be barbecue, bro. Is he just going to go got, barbecue? It's got to be barbecue. But I was listening to his 
interview. I think it was on Foreplay. Yeah, I heard that. And too. like his wife's also like his dietitian or like his wife's friends of that. I don't know. Yeah. So like they're yeah, mad yeah. healthy, but it's his master's. That's meal. not he's gonna, gonna make he's it, gonna yeah. pig out. Yeah. All right. So dessert. Like, what's a Texas dessert? It's got to be something crazy. Like, what he are also, they by the way, I saw a, I saw a small clip of him and his wife talking about his Chipotle order, and yeah, he does that. one thing right that I do that nobody does. The he meat? eats it with a spoon. Yes, everyone. Thank eats you, it with Scotty Chef, bro. No, bro. Everyone eats People it with a spoon. Forks. No, I've never eaten it with a spoon, and I eat Chipotle dude. three times a week, dude. There, what a I'm gonna have to try something new. Fork. Dude, I promise you. You, you don't eat it with a spoon? You have to Bro, eat it. Bro, you use your fork as a spoon when you're eating your Chipotle. Practically. Yes. Practically. I've never thought about it. Uh, maybe Tony yeah. just changed my life, bro. You have to. It's it's the move. I thought that was like the norm. So did I. All right. Well, bro. I figured out what Scotty's going to have. He's going to have barbecued pulled pork. Yep. Sliders. Like a slider. Fire. Cornbread for sure. And then I don't know like what they would do for dessert maybe out like in Texas, but I'm thinking like a like a – what are those things? The cookie with the ice cream in the middle? Oh, yeah. Um, like a, I don't know what that's called, but I forget Tony, what you know what it's called. What? Like oh, a, sure. a Pazuki. A Pazuki. Oh, yeah. Never a Pazuki for dessert. I don't know if that's Texas at all, but it was just talking <laughs> to me. You don't know what a Pazuki is? No, I'll blow your guys' minds. I don't like ice cream. <laughs> wow. I don't like chocolate, so it's fine. I guess it's that's fine. I, I wish I could kick both of you, but I can't. That's ridiculous. <laughs> No it's ice too, cream, no chocolate. It's no too ice, cold. I don't like, it's too cold. <laughs> yeah. You live in Buffalo. You like it's too ice? cold and it's too cold in my mouth. I don't know. I've just never liked it. I've never grown up liking it. I don't know. Just I guess it's a good thing, bro, because ice cream is real bad for you. So like one less thing to have to crave. Yeah, I mean, I'm but, still gonna but, go get cookies vape, and shit. But vaping is great. Snapping the bongs great. Taking drugs on the weekends great. Um, going check, out and check, drinking check, every check, weekend check. is great. If, if you think God I'm doing forbid, it, God forbid we eat ice cream. If oh you think I'm doing shit. it because of that reason, you're you're crazy. I just don't really care for it. I'm just trying to spin it in a positive <laughs> sense. That's like good for me, I guess. I get one back there. That's like the classic everyone goes to. It's like, oh yeah, I don't eat it. It's not good for you either. But realistically, you just don't <laughs> want to sound like the weirdo that doesn't like chocolate or ice cream, right? But hey, we got a we got a giveaway to announce, Bobby. Oh, let's go! Fuck yeah, we do. All right, so the contest. I'm I'm sure anyone who who's listening at this point might even be in. Hopefully, you guys are in here. If you're if you're how up many, for it, we have five people. How many Sorry, entries? Total entries do we have? It was like 111 or something like that. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. Uh, come grow with us. You guys were in early. I mean, we're taking this thing to the top. So thank you for joining. Um, only five of you idiots pick Scotty Scheffler. So maybe That's start, wild. maybe start Crazy. reading up on your golf a little more. I mean, you didn't even have <laughs> odds. It's not like you, you were risking anything. Just take the number one player in the world and go home with it. Um, <laughs> I should have did that. I didn't even do that. And yeah. I sit here and tell everyone he's number one every week. And I didn't do that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bobby. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, so five people, this isn't, this isn't too fucking fancy. This is old school. I wrote them all down on a piece of paper. I'll show you guys so everyone knows I'm not cheating. I write like a four-year-old. We got Knowles. Uh, hold on, hold on. Your, your, camera, your camera is in uh, Game Boy <laughs> mode right now. All right. Well, then you guys are going to have to trust me. I'm holding them up. I don't know if you can see right. it. Knowles is there. Nope. Whiskey 4M is there. NRA is there. NRA. 
<laughs> Point guard Rondo. That's my boy Colby. I'm rooting for of you. Of course, Colby. NRA luck, took Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, right. The big gun. <laughs> um, and then what does this say? Carl Garcia. So we got our five. Hold on. We got NRA. We got Carl. We got Rondo. I gotta we bring got the, the lucky bucket hat back out. Carl. Carl makes me think of The Walking Dead. I'll be completely honest. Carl makes me think of Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> They're all getting. All in that nice Joel right Damon-esque there. bucket hat there. All right, people. Here comes Bobby with his Game Boy quality. He's <laughs> eight megapixels behind. I'm sorry. I never have technical difficulties. It's all right. It's all right. I'm, guilty of I'm just busting your balls. The big gun, NRA. Congratulations. NRA. <laughs> Yo, is, is that hey. a burner account or is there like an Has actual profile picture? Is it one of those where it's like an egg? Like the um, egg has a profile picture? I don't know. I didn't really vet any of these people. I made sure they were following us and I made I mean, sure we're they gonna give the right it to person. them. As long oh, as they're yeah, following. Sure. And if he's and somewhat real, if he's somewhat of a real person, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Check them out. Let's see. Maybe we could see like put them on here. To confirm, I wish he was in the chat. He should be in the chat going wild. NRA, NRA. Yeah, there's somewhere in here, bro. I mean, we got a decent bit of responses. I'm cycling through, but I mean, I'll pull it up. We can we can kind of move on. But NRA, well, um, congratulations to you. We're gonna be reaching out. Um, and you'll get your pick of the Let's go, bro. So many great choices. So many great choices. I have to get that rangefinder just for myself. The rangefinder and the speaker just yeah. absolutely butter. I didn't know it was a two-in-one. But we might as well just talk about the Masters. Um, I know me and Bobby, we went live after Sunday, and we already kind of recapped it a little bit, but we didn't put it out as like a podcast I was episode. there. You were there for like five minutes. I was there for longer than five minutes. I was there like for like 20 minutes. No, I no. was there for like 20 minutes, yes. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> done – giving the people the rundown of what happened. I was going to say, then Tony joined us. Mm. Tony joined us. Wit, mm-hmm. by the way, is gone. No one's heard from Wit in three days. <laughs> he went to his best friend's wedding. And let's just say when Wit is in South Florida, he's no longer Wit. He is a demon. demon. Uh, yes. We'll call him the coli. He's just a whole different person. <laughs> MIA. He no outright, knows. too. Cashing, cashing outright. outright. I haven't even heard him talking shit yet. I was about to say, he cashing outright and didn't, talk a single smack of shit to any of us that's how i know he's gone yeah <laughs> i bet tiger woods to make the cut through his account on dk i'm like can you cash me out he's like bro i don't even know where i am right now like i'll talk <laughs> to you when i get home it's like all right don't even worry about it so back to the masters we recapped it a little bit but it's been a couple of days now so we've had more time to process it and i still have a very firm stance on where i was on sunday if you took the nostalgic vibe of Tiger Woods' return out of Augusta National, I think it was ruined. I think it was absolutely ruined. I'm happy for Scotty. I love Scotty. He's my new favorite golfer. But I want that five, six-man showdown on Sunday. I hate a pointless Sunday, especially when you have coin on it and you don't have the outright guy. Because if you had Scotty Scheffler, you love Sunday. I mean, you were doing the rain dance. You were probably shotgunning, shaving your junk, like getting ready for your girl at night. Like you were, you were having the time of your life, bro. But if you didn't have a Scotty Scheffler outright ticket, you're like, 
what am I doing here? If you, if you didn't have a round to round matchup for round four, unless you're probably one of those guys who are just so infatuated with the game of golf that they're going to sit there and watch Charles Schwartzel versus Willie Hallett for uh, four and a half hours like me and still pick the wrong guy to win. <laughs> but that's just me. So what'd you guys make of it? I mean, my only complaint really was the lack of like finish line race on Sunday and the water wasn't blue. They they could not dye the water. I was not impressed with that at all. And I think the course was a little nah, I can't say that. It's a gust. Like, it, it should play hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be Rory McElroy, mm-hmm. but I just think it's so hilarious that Rory wants to cry about the API and then goes goes and plays Augusta and, and doesn't cry at all, like Terrell Hatton. But I'll let you guys have the floor. What'd you make of Augusta? Did you love it? Hate it? What'd you like? What'd you didn't like? Start with Bobby. So, I mean, I went over this before. Um, to me, the Masters is about the tradition. It's about watching Augusta. It showed its teeth a couple of days, which was awesome. Um, I mean, smoke started to sound like Terrell Hatton there, complaining about the course. I've never heard anyone publicly comp- complain about Augusta. So I think mm-hmm. Terrell Hatton should have to join the Saudi League so he never gets to play Augusta again. That's just my personal opinion. But, I mean, the Masters was great. I've said it before. I'm biased. I fucking love the Masters. I love Tiger Woods. I had an outright ticket, so everything went perfect for me. But, I mean, I don't know if you guys are are big Barstool fans, but I was watching the rundown uh, yesterday, and this was the Mm -hmm. exact argument that Portnoy and Riggs had. Riggs loved it, loves the pageantry, loves her tradition. Portnoy hated it because there was no no close race, which I understand how that, like, definitely loses interest from a lot of people that – because there's so many people that just tune in Sunday to watch the Masters every year. It's the only golf tournament they're going to watch. So they mm-hmm. didn't get the best show in the world, but like I'm happy Scotty won it. Imagine if like Patrick Cantlay ran away with it and, and won. Like that would have been the worst Masters of all time because that guy's an absolute bozo in a square. So we got to kind of see Scotty's true personality. I'm sure everyone in the world loves him now, like Smoke and all of us. I mean, I tweeted out, is there one thing about Scotty Scheffler you can point to that you don't like? Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Someone told me they thought he was boring. And I, I mean, I, I mean, dude, he's one of the like his swing is insanely cool to watch. His feet are crazy. His arms are going crazy. Like Scotty's a fun guy to watch golf. And then off the course, I think he's just a really humble, good dude. And and I'm cool with that. So I loved it. I loved every second of it. And and I don't think you'll ever hear me say a bad thing about Augusta. The water wasn't wanna, blue though. That's tough. Yeah, it was real tough. It hurt my heart. I want to go back to that uh, Portnoy thing that you brought up because they had another discussion. Related to Tiger Woods, Portnoy was just laying it down on Tiger. Like everyone's just acting like he was such a good guy, and he got in this crazy traumatic accident. Like he got hit by a semi truck when he was just driving like a fucking idiot. He was just laying it down on him, bro. Like to the yeah. point where it was pretty disrespectful. I mean, he's it was hater. pretty. He, yeah, he no, is. like he hates him. No, yeah, like, he's hates not a him. fan at all. I mean, look like, at how he treats like, LeBron. You would think Tiger had sick sex with Same his thing. girl, bro. That. Dave likes to just go against the grain because he knows that it gets people talking. It gets people hype. I mean, look at what he does with LeBron. Look at what he does. Like when everyone's going one way on a subject, he's going to hop the other way. And I think that's fine. I think it makes it interesting. I mean, if everyone in the world, which they pretty much do love Tiger Woods, it might be a little boring. You got to have a few haters out there. If you don't have haters, you don't have fans. He's very good at moving. Dave Portnoy is very, very good at moving the needle. I mean, he's 
always done that. And yeah, but you know who like moves Bobby the needle said, better than him is Tiger. Tiger Woods. No, hundred percent. But like Bobby said, when so, when something is like everybody's like on this train, like Dave likes to just be the opposite. I think half of it's for like content, and half of it oh, is yeah. like his actual real feeling. But he does that a lot, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Oh God, what do you think of the Masters, good. Tony? I mean, it was great. I mean, like I guess like it was for your great. average. For your, I you mean, mean dude, like, what, what'd you? It's what'd the you best thing about? ever. What do you mean? It's the best. Think, like, that's what I want. Year. Like, like, act, like, like a kid at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I had a fantastic time watching that course. I don't know. It wasn't boring to me. I mean, the names up there, Charles Schwartzel and Danny Willett. I mean, it's not the most attractive names, but I mean, you've got Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler, Rory made a charge. Him and Colin were matching each other on Sunday all day long, pretty much. For um, no reason, just a bigger check. Yeah, I mean, but it's still, like you said, the most Rory thing ever of him to go yep. eight under and come in solo second and just still be three shots back. But, I mean, all in all, I mean, the course is amazing. It's, there's nothing better than 12. I love watching everybody. Cam play. Smith doesn't love 12, I'll tell you that. No. I don't love 12. Well, mm. I mean – so the cool thing too is like I've been on the Scotty Scheffler train for a while and I'm glad I'm not like just now jumping on it because this is very fun to watch. And for him to like keep his composure through the first like couple of holes there on Sunday too while Cam Smith went birdie birdie start and he was grinding out pars. I think he bogeyed a hole too. And then I mean that chip in changed everything obviously but I was just I mean, going to say, if he doesn't yeah. hit that chip, I think we would have had a different outcome. We would have had a – That just stopped all the momentum, and then Smith yeah. doubled. Not doubled. He Did bogeyed he, that hole. He bogeyed, and bogeyed I think. But, and then yeah, the two so, he went up, he pissed away. Yep. It's. I mean, it, it for me, somebody who watches golf like every weekend, I mean, it's still the most exciting weekend of golf of the year. I mean, St. Andrews is going to be great too. Um, I mean, yeah, that's I like it, once – once. I mean, how often do they, you know, go there? Like once every six, yeah, seven years. Some cycle. I don't know what it, what so, it is, but they haven't been there in a bit. So that'll be really cool this year. That'll be right up there with the same type of atmosphere as the Masters. So we get kind of like two upper echelon type of courses this year. So that's oh, yeah. cool. Um, and and um, keep an eye on what, what they're playing the PGA at. Um, I forget where they're playing the PGA, but Scotty Scheffler said it's his favorite golf course in the world. Is it Harding Park? No, it's not Harding. No. That was last year, I think. But okay. I forget where it is. And in like in Scotty's PGA bio, they yeah. ask every golfer what their favorite golf course is, and it's that one. So I mean, <laughs> oh, this sure. guy who's already winning everything gets to go to his favorite course later for another major. But I had one more thing to say because this guy's name has been brought up twice, and I have to talk some shit on him. Charles Schwartzel, bro. I made a bet. Um, top former Masters winner, mm. and I had DJ. So I'm, I'm tracking it throughout the week, and it doesn't look great. Like, Schwartzel's playing pretty well. We had Danny Willett up in the mix, and it's, it's just not looking the best. But then all of a sudden, DJ kind of pulled a little bit of a Rory, had a decent Saturday, had a pretty good Sunday. So I'm like, okay, this, this is live. This is so live. We get into 16. I think Schwartzel double bogeyed 16. So all, all of a sudden, I'm up one stroke. I'm no, like, let's happens. fucking go. Let's so fucking gross. go. Schwartzel birdie 17. So I'm like, mm -hmm. fuck. Okay. Well, I'll at least take the dead heat. I'll get paid some money. And then they cut to this fucking idiot making birdie on 18. 18 and too. I'm probably yeah. the only person in the world that was like, yo, fuck Charles Schwartzel for birdie and 18. So he actually, I, it up there. 
I said fuck Charles Schwarzel as well because I had the ticket for him over Danny Willett for that single fourth round. And he was like plus four or plus three coming down the stretch. I checked my phone. I'm like, oh, my God, how did I only lose by one? Motherfucker goes back-to-back birdies. I said, oh, my gosh, that's another ticket that should have cashed. <laughs> by the way, this is the last thing I want to say about the Masters. All of my round-to-round matchups, I think I had like 15 of them, 11 of them started with a double bogey on one. Brutal. One is a fucking – it's a motherfucker. And all of Why those is, guys yeah. lost by one to two strokes. Yeah, it's a motherfucker, dude. Brutal. Like, Absolutely. like that's it was literally dead before it started. Or I think one is slept on. I think one is slept, dude. So was eighteen. Everybody's Everyone's broken. like, oh, it's, it's the masters. It's the masters. Yeah, no. and eighteen. By the way, I know I, I posed the question to you guys. Could you guys win it with Scotty Scheffler's lead? I tweeted it from our account, and we had a bunch of bozos saying, "Oh yeah, I just ripped three three wood two fifty, and then I'd hit my eight iron in front of the green, and then I'd chip and three putt." No, you fucking wouldn't. With all those people out there, you'd miss the ball on your first swing. We'd count it as a stroke. You'd hit the tree. It'd go backwards. You'd be hitting like five from like the tee box still. So all you guys are lying to yourself. I like your your irrational confidence, but 0.0% chance unless you're a scratch golfer or better. No shot. What's the yardage? Is it? It's over 400, right? Yeah, it's 435, I want to say. 435. I hit my nine iron about 140, 145, <laughs> 150 if I stripe it. 150 times two is 300. And I hit it again. That's 450. I'm somewhere around the green. Save yourself. Putters man. out. Put, 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 put. <laughs> I think I could do nine. Do you make? You'll never get to like, find out, unfortunately. You make an occasional nine when you play golf. Sometimes, true or false? Ball in hole. If I'm not lying to myself, yeah, I'll, I'll make a Double. nine. And I think that any guy who's like a ten handicapper or above could mix a nine into their round. I think that's very doable. It takes two bad shots and a bad putt, and all of a sudden you got a nine. Now you're it all doing starts that on the tee box. If, you? if my yeah. ball goes straight off the tee box, I got light. Well, I'm gonna be but honest. If your, my first ball, shot is whiffed 800 yards to the left, I have no life. It's I'll You're give not, you, yo, buddy. It's like this. I, I would I say know, that you so could have. It's like this. I, I would give you this deal and say you still couldn't do it. You can place your ball 250 yards out from the tee as if you hit a wow. perfect drive, and you're still not making a nine from there. Yes, I will. I could yes, do that, bro. I, yeah. What? No 100. percent Nope. Bro, come on, bro. That's ridiculous. You're telling me I got many, two, basically less than 250, 250 yards. 250 in? Hole? Nope. 250 in, I got nine strokes to put the ball in the hole. Nope. <laughs> bro, I How many putts did that. it take Scotty? How many putts did it take Scotty? Okay, but he it's different. Because he was nervous? Yes. That's, you'd be in that situation. You're winning the Masters. You have all those people. You have the gallery. Jim Nance is on the microphone saying, Smoke's coming up 18. He's got a five-shot lead. Can he do it? And you would choke so bad. And every single one of us would. I'm not singling you guys out. I just yeah. think it's funny when people have the confidence. And I respect nope. it. Maybe I need more confidence. Because I played golf today and I was hitting him off the hosel and shit. Just getting down on myself. Like, maybe I need your guys' confidence and I'd play better. But I, I know for no, a fact no I wouldn't fans, do it. No I know camera. you would no fans, no camera. I'm I'm hitting it in nine. Maybe. 
but with the pressure, no shot. People sleep on the pressure. I play in well, a golf tournament every year. Golfers. Yeah, but I'm saying you are in their shoes. You have to do it. I, I play in a golf tournament every year personally with my dad at our club, where cool. it's like the the big tournament of the year, and some of the people will come out there. Like there'll be a, a hole where there's eight people standing around just kind of watching, and I'm shitting my pants up there because I'm like, yo, these people are gonna think I'm an idiot. These people, I'm like. And then you get like a three foot Back. putt, like a putt this long is the scariest putt in the world with people around you. Yeah. No, no lie. That's true. I mean, I've only played in one tournament. There was no fans there and <laughs> I played absolutely horrendous, but that's the story for another day. Uh, let's talk about the RBC heritage. What a horrendous name. I don't know who comes up with these terrible names. Oh, <laughs> what do you know? It's the sponsors. So I don't think it's yeah. some better sponsors. Um, this is where I just hand the mic over to Bobby, and he's going to tell me the course breakdown. He's actually going to tell all of us the course breakdown. And I'm not going to make my decisions until after I hear his course breakdown because every time I make picks before I listen to his course breakdown, I'm like, fuck, why did I do that? So don't hit submit on your bets until you hear the course breakdown. Bobby, the floor is yours. So this week is known as the biggest come down in golf. You come off the Masters. All of a sudden, you're playing in the RBCT Heritage. I just added too many letters because it's not even a real name. Um, <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is the golf course is beautiful. It's in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, it's Harbortown Golf Links. So it's a Lynx style course. It's not a true Lynx course because it does have trees <coughs> kind of lining it. But it out, outside of the trees lining it, there's no trees out in the middle. It's not Augusta where you're working shots. It, it's it's very open. Um, there is water on every hole. All 18 <laughs> holes have water. I um, love it. Par 71, 7,100 yards. So shorter course. Uh, there's an extra par four. They got rid of one of the par fives. Greens are Bermuda and they're tiny. These are the second smallest greens on tour outside of Pebble Beach. They're small. They're kind of domed. So you're going to see a lot of guys hit iron shots that just roll off the green because it's like a dome. Um, so essentially here, you need to be accurate off the tee. You take accuracy over power 10 times out of 10 here because, like I said, water everywhere. And then obviously it goes through approach from there because small greens means smaller targets. So you want your good iron players. And then even those good iron players are going to miss greens. So you need guys that can scramble. Um, wind here. I know I've talked a lot about wind, but wind does affect this place like crazy. I mean, we've seen a score of minus 22 win. We've also seen a score of minus 10 win. So it really depends on the wind. I truthfully didn't look at the forecast, so I'm an idiot. Why would I tell you about the wind and not know how the wind's going to blow? That's on me. Um, the field is more impressive than I thought it would be coming back from the Masters. It usually is a good idea to get your bets in early because every year, like, there'll be two top guys that withdraw. It just happens. They don't want to play after last week. Um, there's no rough here at all. The rough is, like, hmm. non-existent pretty much. Okay. But like I said, it's water, it's small, it's small um, targets you're trying to hit the ball into. So ball strikers, scramblers, accuracy off the tee are the top three things I would think about. Um, and, and this place does like produce some crazy, weird, long shot winners. 2021, Stuart Sink won. He was 150 to one. Stu. Uh, you see with his, with his son on the bag too, which is always fucking really cool. Did you see the video of him today where he hit the ball and the cannon blew off? And yeah. That was, yeah, pretty cool. that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was all right. <laughs> um, Webb Simpson, he won in 2020. He was the guy who shot the minus 22. 
Uh, this, if you want to talk about a golfer that's perfect for this place, it's Webb Simpson. And I mean, his numbers reflect it. This guy has finished ninth, first, fifth, sixteenth, eleventh, second. So this is the Webb Simpson Open. And then just three more names to kind of blow your mind. The people that won this tournament, 2019 was CT Pan, 160 to nice. one. 2018, I think this is the first time I've seen a guy's name who I don't recognize even in the slightest. Uh, Satoshi Kodera. Oh, I've heard of him. 250 to one. And then in 2017, Wesley Bryant won 80 to one. So pick some long shots this boy this week, boys. Throw some darts. Let it fly. Who knows? You might get lucky with it with a nice, nice price on a guy. I like that. Do you think that that I mean that's obviously has to do with is this tournament always the week after the Masters? They always get always like the that? week after the Masters. Yeah. And I was reading that like there's so many courses, obviously, where course history doesn't really matter. It doesn't play the biggest factor because of, of certain conditions. They yeah. call this the most like predictable um, tournament of the year, just based on the, those three stats. You need guys who drive it accurately, hit the irons well, and scramble. So if your guy doesn't check those three boxes, it's usually not very good for them. And it can be guys that like aren't elite at those things, but are above average. Like you don't want Victor Hovland who can't hit a fucking no. chip shot to save his life here. So I mean, I think he's in the field. I gotta look, but that's a fade. If, if you got a fade, Victor, I think I this week, which is no, always I scary. I don't see him anywhere in here, which is probably yeah. He's not in. He knew his game didn't work. Important. Yeah, yeah, they do that. They'll pick and choose kind of courses that fit you know the style that they like to play. That you know the most. So it doesn't surprise me to not see him on here. Huh. How did he do? I, I love Hovland, though. I'm not. I'm not even sitting here and hate on Hovland. He do all right. Think, he's got a lot of talent. Um, he did. I mean, he made the cut. I think if you make the cut, you're I fine. Think that's yeah. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. If you um, make the cut, you're good. Yeah, at least decent. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, just Brooks look at Cap the guys that shot Xander Shoffley, nine. Yeah, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, disgusting. Um, let's give some outrights for the people out here. I'll start. I like Daniel Berger plus twenty nine hundred. Uh, I know he had a bad round at Augusta, which is why I love him here. The lights aren't as bright. I think. I think leading up to Augusta, he was playing some really great golf. He had a short weekend. He's probably well and rested, ready to go. Give me uh, Daniel Berger plus twenty nine hundred. Then I got Billy Horschel at plus forty two hundred. I think he played fantastic at Augusta. I mean, his score doesn't really reflect that. But that course is just so freaking difficult. But I thought his iron play was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Started to find a groove with the putter a little bit later. I liked how he played. I liked the contact that he made. Um, I'm not going to freak out to his relatively high number at Augusta when the course is playing as brutal as it was the last couple days. So I like where Billy's at right now. I like him in this tournament at plus 4,200. And then I'm going to take Cameron Young at plus 10,000. He was my absolute Middle Eastern camel. I was just riding him through the Sahara <laughs> Desert. And then he didn't play at Augusta, so he's well-rested. I like him to come out hot. Like you said, a long shot. I'm throwing a dart at plus 10,000. Those like are my it. three outrights. Bobby, you can go. I'm still kind of going through here real quick. Yeah, so, I mean, full disclosure, I'm not betting it this week. I'm going to England on, on Friday, so I won't even be able to watch it or anything. But, I mean, I, I figured out the course profile, the three things I just said, and then I went through some golfers that I think fit it pretty well. Um, so I'll give you guys some guys that, I, that I'm looking at. Mr. Consistent, Matthew Fitzpatrick, I think his game fits perfect here. He's accurate off the tee. He hits good irons. His short game is world class. So if I had to pick one guy from that upper tier, that would be mine. I wouldn't spend all my money up top on this tournament just based on the winners I've told you. There's a lot of long shots. Um, my next guy. 
Joakim Neiman, Joaquim Neiman. I think he, I think that tiger juice might've rubbed off on him a little bit. Mm -hmm. He played two rounds with the guy with the, with the gallery that was just insane. He was hitting it really well. He's an unbelievable iron player. So I think um, Joaquim fits in well. Uh, we talked about short game. We talked about not needing to be long. We talked about hitting it straight. I mean, that's Kevin Kisner. He's the Bermuda putting ace. I don't see how you don't at least take a look at Kiz this week. This this is just Easy. like sets up perfectly for him. In my opinion, Kisner's the type of guy that has like elite skill. But what sets him back is he just doesn't hit the ball very far. So he picks his spots throughout the year of like events he can win. And this is a mm -hmm. Kisner event in my mind. Um, a couple more guys I'll give you. I like Hadwin a lot. Canadian, same reason. Good success here. Good short game. Accurate off the tee. And last but not least, a guy that, that me and uh, Tony have been liking a lot this year. I think Mito could have a good little week. He's a great putter. Yeah. Did I take there your guys? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I mean, we got a few. It's all right. Couple I need to get actually, high and smoke yeah. this bong Mom. anyways. So, <laughs> um, so I picked I, – I mean – I think he's spot on about Kiz. He kind of like, let's be honest, because he knows he's not winning the Masters, in my opinion. So, I mean, I don't think there's any kind of like setback or hold on to like last week at all. Um, so I think he can come out. I think he's got a good chance with a short game and driving accuracy, things like that. Um, somebody, I mean, Bobby mentioned the wind and this and that. And so Shane Lowry popped in my head. Um, you're still getting 22 to one. Um, it's good value there. Um, somebody who's playing really well over the last probably six to eight weeks is Russell Henley, yeah. 33 to one. Uh, that, uh, Maverick McNeely needs to win a golf tournament at 50 yeah, to one. Good. I don't see why you can't sprinkle there. And, uh, I got Mito as well, plus 6,600. Mito. You love Mito. You love Mito. Those guys didn't play the Masters either. <clears throat> so, um, Fresh. You know, Mav and Mito should come out. They should be ready to go you know, they've had this on their schedule. So um, I expect good weeks from them. Love Perfect. That. All right. We're going to go a little rapid fire here. I got 6% on my computer and I don't want it to die. And then I'll never end the, the, the uh, broadcast oh, and the man. podcast will last forever. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go real quick. I got Cantley minus 126 over DJ. He played so bad at Augusta. I feel like Cantley is a guy to show up at a tournament that no one cares about and act like he's the real number two, number three in the world when I just realized he's a fraud. Uh, Spieth has to have a bounce back. I don't know how you get cut at a course where everyone wants to crown you king. I got Spieth over him <laughs> at plus 120. And then I'll fall into the uh, the Webb Simpson hype train. I'll take him over Shane Lowry after a pretty solid Augusta round that Lowry had, obviously. So I'll take Webb at plus 112, Cantley over DJ, minus 126, Beef over M at plus 120. I'm going to be short, simple. I found one play. I told the people I wasn't gambling. I just opened up the odds. It was the third one down. It's an absolute max. Double your net income. Take out a loan. Ask your mom to borrow some extra money. It's Colin Morikawa over Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith, is not going to be able to live down what he did on number 12, what he mm -hmm. did on number three. I mean, the guy seems like a stone cold killer. He seems cool, calm, collected. People don't come back from number 12 sometimes, bro. It eats your soul. I love Cam Smith. I'll always root for him, but we're talking iron play. You need to be a good a ball striker here. Let's take the number one guy. In the world ball and, and that's my piece. That's all I got for the people. Take that one, though. Mm -hmm. Definitely take that one. Are you even going to take that? I'm taking it. I'll, I'll put it in right now, live on air. Put it in right now. Ask your mom um, for, I'll, for a check. I'll start too. just so we can get through here. Um, I got 
DJ over Patrick Cantlay. Cantlay's in a funk. I don't Perfect. know what's going on I with him. So that's great. Yep. I've got the last time we said some tournament was this guy's tournament and we took that guy. He fucking sucked. I don't exactly remember who it was. So I'm taking the robot over Webb Simpson. I had that before Bobby said it was his tournament and I'm sticking with it. Um, I got Joel Damon over Davis Riley. I don't know who Davis Riley is. I know who Joel Damon is. I'm taking that <laughs> minus 138. Um, I got Shane Lowry over Patrick Cantlay. I'm fading Cantlay again. He can crumble Perfect. into the ground, fall off into the ocean harbor. Um, and then I got Kevin Kisner over Kevin Na. Kevin Na hasn't been anywhere near the top I like of the board in probably like, like six or more months. So those are my five. Well, I just added Patrick Cantley to my outright 1600. <laughs> um, I think I think that'll just about wrap it up. We did the top giveaway. 20, yeah. I got some top 20s. Can I run through? Fire. Yeah, run through them. All right. Kisner plus 180. Billy Horschel plus 180. Sung JM plus 135. Mole Rat minus 110. Russell Henley plus 135. And Maverick McNeely plus 185. Top 10s. Cam Smith, bounce back. He's going to be in the top 10. <laughs> Don't count him out. Plus Perfect. 170. Shane Lowry in the wind. One of my outrights. Top 10 plus 125. Kevin Kisner, plus 425 inside the top 10. And Maverick McNeely is going to be in the top 10, plus 500. Do what you want with it. I mean, it's not that hard. Nothing's better than Tony giving 20 guys in the top 20 and 10 guys in the top 10. He's due to hit one. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hit us up on Twitter. Let Drop some comments. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about. And we'll see you next week. Peace.